Welcome to the Lives of Courage podcast with me, Jessica Stong. Each week, we'll look at ways to choose courage every day, as I know even the smallest acts of courage matter. Through inspiration and action, we can grow into who we are truly meant to be. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. to record this. Everybody, the house was quiet and I feel calm and I just wanted to talk to you today about everyday courage, what courage looks like, why we have misunderstood courage, I think, and it's harmed our experience of life. So are you ready to deep dive into what everyday courage is, what it looks like. I just want to invite you to explore with me ways that you can choose courage today. Because as we said in the intro, even the smallest acts of courage matter. We know that deeply. And we know that we are far more courageous than we could ever dream possible that we have far more experiences and more opportunities and more life to live if we can live in courage, if we can be and exist with this deep commitment to courageous action, a courageous life. So I want you to think about it. To me, courage truly, literally and truly is feeling fear, And I want to repeat, courage is feeling the fear and still doing the thing, still taking action, feeling afraid, feeling scared, feeling overwhelmed, feeling anxious, and not letting that stop you. Because here's what I love to talk about. I love to talk about our primitive brain, that voice within us that stops us from living our true calling, from living our true life, from living our true experience, from becoming who we are truly meant to be. We listen, we live, we listen to that voice of fear deep inside of us. I don't care what we call it. It's that saboteur It's the belief that you aren't good enough or that you are deficient in some way or that you are unworthy. And so to live our lives, to become who we are called to be, we need to find that act of courage. We need to find the feeling, the emotion of courage. I want you to think about this. I often get asked the difference between courage and confidence. And this month in the Courageous Life Society, we have been talking about courageous confidence, just threw them two together. And so really to me, courage is, is, is really doing what you need to do to meet your goals, to, to change your life, to write a new story despite the discomfort. Courage is uncomfortable, sweet friends. Courage calls on us to act on purpose, to act with intention. 
And here's the deal. Confidence is when we know, we embrace, we believe in ourselves and our abilities. Confidence feels good. Confidence comes after courage. Courage is what gets you started. Well, I could try this. If we are changing, if we are setting goals for ourselves, we're going to feel a bit afraid we're changing. And in order to break through those fears, those, those feelings that are stopping us, we have to use courage. And I want you to hear this. The secret to change is, is, is not to not be afraid. That, that didn't go well. Let <laughs> me try to say that again. It's to feel the fear and do the thing anyway. And so many of us think of courageous as like those big acts of courage. Like I'm going to save thousands of people from a, a, a burning train. I don't know where that came from. Or we think about the heroes our veterans, we think about the firefighters, the like those 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 ideas of courage. And so when we see those people reflected as an example of courage, we do not see ourselves. And we we harm our experience of the world because we are not telling ourselves stories of everyday courage, stories of getting up when it feels hard. Of, of trying again, of not stopping, of not abandoning your goals because it's hard and because it's overwhelming and because all the obstacles are in your way. I, I want you to think about this. What if you could be grateful for fear? Fear? What if fear is, is, a, is a good thing. I want you to, to recognize that that primitive brain's job is designed is to look for danger. And so as we discussed, like when your brain is always looking for danger, it's, it's its job, that primitive brain. And sometimes it gets confused. Sometimes we have those errors our brain is, is but because of trauma, because of change, because of our brain gets confused about what true danger is. Our danger signal is just off. It's just, just confused. We have an error message where everything is overwhelming, where everything is fearful. When we live in anxiety over every little thing that might happen, we allow that, that the primitive brain, we allow those, those error messages to dominate our lives. I think about, you guys know, I love The Wizard of Oz, right? Not just because I'm from Kansas and when I moved to New York or when I was in Paris um, for the year, they'd always say, oh, you're like Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. Yes, totally am. I did in 2003 wear only red shoes for a whole year because of Dorothy, right? And so I want you to think about Dorothy and what Glenda said to Dorothy 
You've always had the power, my dear. You just had to learn it for yourself. Dorothy was looking for courage. Dorothy's journey was courageous. And yes, one of, one of who was it? Scare, Tin Man? Scarecrow? Why can't I remember this? They needed courage. Cowardly lion, that's what it was. And so they were looking along the way. They were, they were traveling somewhere to get what they wanted, to get what they needed. That somewhere, someone else, something outside of them was the answer to their, 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 their problems, was, was going to give them the courage to get home. That we're always looking outside of ourselves. We're always looking outside of us to, to mediate or to take away our fear. That something else, someone else can solve our problems. And in reality, we can do that. We can. We have the power. We can take our thoughts captive. We can take our emotions. We can change our emotional experience. We can understand our primitive brain's messages for what they are. It's just messages. And instead of listening to those messages, we decide what we want to do. We decide what we can do. We step into our power. We've always had our power. We're going with courage to choose to play big. We're going to stop the constant chatter of that primitive brain. We're not going to stop it. We're just going to sit it in the back seat, that chatty, that chatty voice that's telling us that we're not good enough, that we've never had courage before, that we don't have what it takes. Everyday courage looks like advocating for your child who has a learning difference. Everyday courage is choosing something different for yourself. Everyday courage is going back to work. Everyday courage is quitting your job. Everyday courage is taking care of a family member. Everyday courage is changing your diet, is starting an exercise routine, is wearing something different, is telling yourself that you are worthy, that you deserve something different. To me, everyday courage is believing in yourself. It's not giving up in advance by not taking action. To me, courage is forward motion action. It is not inaction. I want you to recognize that when we think that we cannot feel fear, and all the related emotions that are surround fear, overwhelm, shame, embarrassment, pain, drama. When we say we can't handle those, we, we cut ourselves off at the knees. You can handle your emotions. You can learn to feel the fear and do the thing. That changes right now. I want to teach you about a technique I have to 
create more courage in your life. And as some of you know, my, my clients know, totally made this up, <laughs> but I've tested it and it isn't really made up. It's from cognitive behavioral therapy, right? But I'm pretty proud of it, I have to say. You know, when I have the cycle of courage, yes. It's the four C's of the cycle of courage. Cognition, and that's where we're focusing. This technique is, is in the cognition pillar of the cycle of courage. Then there's commitment. You're committing to new action. To get to courageous action, you got to commit, sweet friends. It's connection. you got to find yourself. you got to know yourself well enough to name it, to tame it. And then the fourth is change. So, right? Those are, that, that's the cycle of courage. That's how I teach you how to take courageous action, how to take everyday courage. Super simple. And, and now we go. And now it's time. So the acronym AND stands for acknowledge. So you're going to acknowledge your fears. You're going to acknowledge, like, I'm really freaked out. I don't want to talk to my spouse about something that just occurred between us. I don't want to tell my family member I can't go to the family reunion because I still believe COVID's a thing. I don't know. I don't know when you're listening to this. COVID might not be a thing. I don't, it will be. But just bear with me here. Like you're gonna acknowledge how you're feeling in this moment. You're gonna acknowledge the fear. You're gonna acknowledge the feelings that are inside of you. We know, again, so much of what we do is, is like hiding from how we're feeling. It's not gonna happen. I'm not gonna feel that way if we ignore it. We're just going right in, we're acknowledging it. We're gonna name what we need. We're gonna name the need for courage. We're gonna name the need for strength. We're gonna name the need for action. And you're gonna name what that looks like in that specific situation. So it's A, N, acknowledge, name, and then direct your attention time and time and time again. I want you to know that your primitive brain will always be offering you fear-based lies, fear-based stories. You're going to direct your attention each and every time back to courage, back to the thoughts that will drive courage. I can do this. I can be afraid and still take action. So with the and technique, we're like, and now and go because oftentimes we allow stories stories about our past stories about our present stories about our future our primitive brain will always come up with the worst case scenario i said in the courageous life society this week i think everybody should just write their own worst case scenario survival guide my parents um my dad was a pilot is a pilot i don't he had an air had an airplane and and up numerous airplanes he was a 
personal pilot and always had the worst case survival guide. Is that the book? You know, the book in the early 2000s, late 1990s, that was like survival guide. And in it, it was how to land a plane. And they thought it was hilarious that they would have that in there. And it scared the living daylights out of me. I wanted, the, I wanted it out of the airplane. I didn't want to think about it, but of course my brain was always to the worst case scenario. Always, and all of our brains do that. Our primitive brains are like, here's what could go wrong. Be afraid, be very afraid, panic now. So what if you just wrote what could go wrong and you're like, I could handle it. I love cognitive behavioral if then plans, love them. So great. Then you can tell yourself, like, I know what could go wrong. I thought about it with my prefrontal cortex and I made decisions about it. If we allow, allow that primitive brain to dominate our lives, we will never change. We'll never grow. Stay stuck and live lives that are not of value of substance. You guys, we get this one wild and precious life. Let's live it. Let's do it. Let's believe in ourselves. Believe in our belief. So we are going to do this work, this deep and meaningful work to change our lives. And we know that as we start taking action towards new changes, to new, towards a new goal, towards a new way of being, we're going to have to do new things. When we do those new things, we're going to be afraid. We're going to be scared. We're going to be overwhelmed. So we're going to need to feel courage. We cannot choose comfort and courage at the same time. We can choose comfort and avoid any new things, any new challenges. We can choose to feel courage. And when we live in fear and self-doubt, we lack the confidence to get unstuck. We lack the belief that we can get unstuck. But as we take more action with courage over and over again, as we practice, as we develop the skills of courage, the skills of belief, we find confidence. You guys, I, I am... I love this work because it also gives us a basis to say, like, nothing can stop me. And the more that we practice courageous action, the better we get at just doing it. We spend less time in frantic overwhelm. We find the courage to overcome the small things and then the bigger things and then the really big things to get the results that we want in our life. And by practicing courage, it, that is the way that we create the confidence that will get us to the next thing and the next thing. But it starts with everyday courage. It starts with courage. It is not confidence, sweet friends. We need the courage to try in the first place. 
And we know that the less risks we take, the more fearful we become. The less challenge we give ourselves, we know that we slowly pull back into ourselves, into that primitive brain, and allow that to dominate our lives. Wonder if our brain produces courage naturally. I think that some of us have differently wired brains where our primitive brains messages are louder. It's our temperament. It's our life experiences. It's the trauma that we've been seen or that the experiences we've been dealt. I know we can wire new experiences, new changes, new, new thoughts, new emotions. We don't have to live in worry and doubt. We don't have to be afraid of what happens when we step outside of our comfort zone. We don't. Building courage is like a muscle. Like you're like, I'm going to exercise it. I got to exercise it daily. I love to think about it that way. It makes it feel less scary. If you want to develop courage, you have to expose yourself to scary things for you. Scary things are easy enough. Like not, we're not going to like put a snake loose in your house like happened to me. I want you to, to slowly build your skill, slowly build your belief, slowly build those thoughts in what is possible. And here's the deal. I love this. I'm like, if you want to practice courage, start a business. If you want to practice courage, raise a kid with learning differences. Or raise a kid. If you want to practice courage, be vulnerable in your marriage. What if we found fear on purpose? We decide what scares us and we go there on purpose. We're going to take the steps. We're going to overcome this very natural response. And this is not Bear Grylls type. My, my darling Theo is, is very into this wilderness outdoor survival fear-based programming. And yes, please, I know what you may say. He is four and his favorite YouTuber and the only YouTuber is Coyote Peterson of Brave Wilderness and us watching there. We watch what he watches, but I want you to know, like, I'm okay with that. And I'm also okay. I've got courage, friends. If you have things to say about my parenting, I got you. Like, it's totally fine. But I want you to know, like, that is his, his brain. He loves that. He loves to see people touch, you know, letting things sting him, them. That is not where my brain goes. And so, so we're going to purposely expose ourselves to fear so we can utilize, so we can practice courage and move through it. And I'm not talking about pretending. I think that the, the idea that we fake it till we make it is, is not true. It's not helpful. I used to believe that. But 
I think we need to create the thoughts and emotions that we can do it. It's not just about taking action. It's about telling ourselves with those anchor thoughts, with those anchor emotions, with those anchor beliefs, thoughts that we practiced over and over again. I can do scary things and it will not kill me. I can do the thing I'm afraid of and I will figure it out. Knowing that we can do the thing and moving forward. You experience fear when you are faced with the unknown and growing into something new will always be unknown, sweet friends. Your brain will tell you it's too scary. But when you use courage, when you're like, nope, I'm going to do the thing anyway, we are doing, we are taking the action. We are doing brave and bold things. We are doing this work. We are living courageous lives, lives of courage, feeling the fears and still doing it anyway. So many of you know I started Lives of Courage to help you, to help remind you that you are never alone, that you can do and live and survive really frightening things. For me, as I describe it, was my son's diagnosis. It required me to confront all that I was afraid of in myself. It required me to understand that what I thought for him was not, might not be the life that he had in store for him, and that is okay. That my manual that I decided how his life would go, I could change that. I could have the courage to advocate, to love him, to choose a new path for him in my brain. I have the courage to share my story, my various stories at this point, right? We all have those stories that we don't think are courageous. My story lacked courage because I did not come and speak out against my assailant. I didn't have courage. I was not a courageous person. I, in fact, felt the exact opposite of courage because I sat, I hid, I told myself that I was full. I was someone who should be ashamed. And so when I decided to rewrite my story, you can choose courage in any moment. Courage is always available for you. It's available to you. That emotion is, is yours and yours alone. I'm so honored to have the opportunity to speak about all the things that hold us back about all the fears, all the overwhelm. I, I, I talk to people about imposter syndrome. It's fear, we need courage. I talk to people about people pleasing. Fear, we need courage. Talk to people about changing their, what they eat, their behaviors. It's fear-based. We need courage to change our lives. So I want to invite you, I want you to tell me what courage means to you. 
want you to think about what will everyday courage look like for you? What do you want in your life that you've allowed fear to stop you from achieving? What will you change when you say, I'm going to be afraid and still do it? When you know deep inside, when you have the anchor thoughts to support that, we know our thoughts create our emotions and our emotions drive our actions. You are doing this work every day. I choose courage. I invite you to choose courage, to choose courage every day. You are changing your life by changing your thoughts and your emotions and the action you take. I invite you to a bold and beautiful life where you pursue your dreams, where you stand up for your beliefs, your values, what you know is appropriate, what you know is right. I invite you to courage to seek the life of your dreams. It is never too early and it is never too late, sweet friends. I love you all. I hope you choose courage this week and every week. Have a great week. Sweet friends, hugs to you. And as always, I want to remind you, if you want more information about how to work with me, if you really um, have heard anything on this episode that you're like, wait a minute, you can go to jessicastong.com. You can learn more information about the Courageous Life Society, a group coaching membership that really helps you take all this information and apply it. And also you can get more information about one-on-one coaching. Thank you so much and have a great and courageous week, everyone.